Hey, After Buzzers, before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network, now the largest new media platform on the web, and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene. AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. This is AfterBuzz TV for Golden Globe Awards. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 424-256-1729. That's 424-256-1729. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues... All right. Well, welcome, everybody, to a very special after show right here on AfterBuzz TV. This is the Golden Globes style special after show because there were just too many dresses to not talk about last night (laughs) on the Golden Globes. And I had to round up a group of style experts and fabulous co-hosts to join me to break down the good, the bad, and the truly hideous get back in your car and save yourself the backlash because it's coming to you right now. (laughs) I am your host, Jackie Moran, model and style expert, and I'm hailing from New York tonight to weigh in alongside the fabulous accessory and style expert also from New York, Pamela Peckerman is on the line. Welcome, Pamela. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jackie. I'm excited to break the good, the bad, the ugly, and the ultra scary. And that's just not, not Madonna and her accents. I mean, there's a lot to go I, into. I know. There's just too many. I, I you know, Ugh. there's not enough accents to cover these dresses. Um, but, of course, you can uh, – we've been tweeting about it like crazy, and Pamela Peckerman is uh, – that's her handle. Mine is Jackie Moran, and uh, our – Third co-host, Courtney Stewart, can be found at Stewart Starlet on Twitter, and she's our Project Runway host on AfterBuzz TV, amongst other things, my alma mater, I like to call it. Welcome, Courtney. I'm so glad you can join in. Hello, hello. I'm so glad I could join also because they're from a fan perspective, and I love the clothes, and I hate it so much and love so much and have so much to say about everything regardless. I'm excited. (laughs) I know. We're going to have trouble containing ourselves, and I believe we may even have another surprise co-host joining us shortly because everyone's excited to talk about it. Um, I will say, starting the award season off with a bang, I mean, this was truly, yeah, we saw the People's Choice Awards, we saw the Critics' Choice Awards, but this was like opening the floodgates. All, I feel like, so many stars from TV, big screen, everywhere, even the B-listers. We'll talk about that later in some news and gossip. But I really feel like everyone stepped out for this show. 
and really, you know, some should fire their stylists and some should just, you know, own it and uh, frame their pictures because they look so goddess-like. Um, but I feel like there were some really big trends, some surprising ones. And, uh, you know, I think looking at People's Choice Awards and Critics' Choice Awards before we got to this, this, uh, this show, I was wondering, I thought we'd see a lot of color. And I'm going to be honest. From the People's Choice and Critics' Choice, whoever did wear color, I thought it was, you know, kind of like on the hideous side. So maybe someone got the memo in Hollywood because I think the biggest trend and some of the best dress followed this trend for the Golden Globes had to be the lack of color. In such a color-filled fashion world right now, the pale prevailed. Don't you ladies agree on that? I 100% agree. It was all about the nudes. Um, there were the beiges. There were the grays. Grays is the new color of gray and beige together. And then there was a lot of silver at the other end of that spectrum um, with Madonna and Leah Michelle, which Leah Michelle I know is going to be a hot topic we're going to be discussing uh, throughout this um, Golden Globes breakdown because I know it was a very controversial, controversial Marquise address that she wore. But I agree with you, not that much color. There was definitely a few hints of yellow. Uh, there were a few moments of different shades of red. But for the most part, it was all about how am I going to do blush or how am I going to do silver. So it was very interesting to see what spectrum a stylist put a dress on their on their um, celebrity because a lot of them did it so wrong. And we're going to go into that, I, I know, but Julie Bowen, for example, I mean, it just completely faded her out, did not work. She was a fairy gone awry, whereas Charlize Theron in the Couture Dior looked flawless. So it was really about a stylist figuring out what color worked with the skin tone. So it was hit or miss, but definitely nude was a big, big trend. I completely and wholeheartedly agree with you, Pamela. (laughs) I usually hate the nudes and the blush tones because I'm a color person and I would have loved to see more Mm -hmm. color, but I kind of feel like this year the people that did do color, most of them didn't do it well. So it was kind of nice to have those blush tones and the blushes that actually turned out very nicely. So we'll obviously get into the more details shortly, but yeah, it's kind of strange to me that there was not very much color and the color that was there was kind of awful. Well, that's the funniest thing is I think you said it best when both of you that just because we're talking no color, like pale, neutral tones, there's probably a hundred different shades of pale. I mean, just because it was pale, neutral, off-white, blushy tones, as you said, Pamela, the spectrum from gray to blush to cream to eggshell, I mean, just because there were so many stars in colorless dresses, they still all had different shades of colorless. So it's amazing to see who got it right, who got it wrong. Um, as you said, Pamela, if there was color, there was touches of yellow. Uh, Maria Menounos, of course, our founder here and a uh, fabulous, stylish uh, host, um, she popped in yellow, you know, so the few stars that wore yellow. Uh, we'll show you her gown shortly. Uh, definitely, I think that was a big color. Uh, as you said, reds, burgundies, purples, shades of red. Always, you know, red is always on the red carpet, but there were definitely deeper wine shades coming out. And uh, besides that, it was all like deep sea, either sapphire blue or like seaweed, sea stuff going on. And, uh, you know, so 
I think between that little color range, there was plenty to break down. But I was surprised we didn't see more like neons or bold, you know, hues because we're seeing a lot of that in fashion and, you know, on the runways and things like that. And even pastels, we were seeing so many pastels and they're really was like a no-show pretty much besides a few here and there. So I thought that was so interesting. And um, as you said, whoever did color didn't do it so well uh, in the past, I think, in the past award show leading up. So I think it scared everybody. But uh, speaking of, of sea and sapphire and all that, uh, fishtails. We'll move on to shape for a second. There were so many fishtail gowns. Uh, I was shocked i mean this was the silhouette i think of the night um and i don't know how do you guys feel about it? i think i think it's flattering but it could also with the hips be a tricky one but i think for the most part the fishtail we saw so much of it and i think for the most part the stars got that right because they're all well they don't need anyway leading up to the show i'm sure <laughs> <laughs> so i think they pulled off the fishtail silhouette but that was definitely i think the biggest silhouette on the carpet besides Piper Parabos, but we'll get there. <laughs> Do you, were you feeling the fishtail? I was feeling the fishtails. I loved it on Sofia Vergara. I mean, I think really fishtail could work on any body. If you need to sort of hug the bum and elongate the body, that's what it does for you. If you want to create the illusion, you maybe move the fishtail a little bit up. I thought she did it flawlessly her and um, I believe she was wearing uh, was she Vera Wang it was phenomenal and there was just so many fishtails that it, it just works I think that's old Hollywood glamour done right a fishtail a long train you know there were a few actresses that you know over the past few years have tried to do cocktail dresses at the Golden Globes because maybe it's a little less formal than the Oscars because they're seated I personally think Go big or go home. Glam, red lips, give it to me the way they used to give it to me in the 40s and 50s. Take a page from Angelina Jolie. She might have walked in looking like a cold ice queen, but she gave it to us. And Sofia Vergara gave it to us. And Salma Hayek gave it to us the way old Hollywood used to give it to us. So hats off to the fishtails. I loved it. I thought it was super sexy on every single person that wore it. I mean, and I don't, I, there was no one that I can really complain about that wore that silhouette. And I just, the energy and the sexual, like, they just looked sexy and hot, and I loved every minute of it. I know. Seriously, I'm so excited to get into the best dress list, which we have to do right now because we're starting to leak out with a couple of our favorites. Because when you're talking about give it to me, oh, my God, when you know how to rock it on a red carpet, I just want to be you. I mean, that's what happens. You own it. You're at confidence. Everything oozes out of you, and it makes or breaks a dress. And everybody on the best dress list, which we're going to get to right now, has that in common. They walked in. They owned their gowns. They sold their gowns, whether it was a risky choice or a classic choice. Old Hollywood, they embodied it. They oozed everything you want from someone walking a red carpet. Glam, glitz, sparkle, shine, smiles, you know, confidence. They had everything. And so I'm so excited. I always say, put, let's put our best foot forward first, ladies. <laughs> and we'll get into our best dress list because I... I'm just so wowed. I'm so happy that we have a whole handful of, of Best Dressed nominees to discuss. That makes me really happy because I really wasn't sure leading into this show 
whether or not we'd have a whole handful to discuss, but we certainly did. And starting with, I think, one of the contenders for the whole night, Charlize Theron in Dior Couture. Can I just say, only she can walk into an award show with laryngitis and, you know, possible borderline ballerina couture, huge bow, headband, side-parted, you know, old Hollywood waves, plunging neckline, and own the hell out of it, arch her back in just the right way so that she pulls it off and doesn't look like she's giving birth to the bow. And, you know, when she has her interview with Ryan Seacrest, I love how she's just like, yeah, my jewelry, it's Cartier Museum pieces from Geneva. I mean, she doesn't even sound diva. She doesn't even, I don't even hate her for it when she says things like that because she oozes so much it factor that I just soak it all in bow, ballerina, headband, and all. And she sold it. I loved it. She worked it like the ballerina that she is. She used to be a ballerina. That was her dream. And I feel like here she is combining her love of the ballet with her love of the red carpet and movies and doing it so well. Um, head to toe, you know, you mentioned she's wearing Cartier. The, um, the headband she's wearing is vintage from the 20s. Uh, the shoes were um, Givenchy. I mean, it was flawless, the plunging neckline. Who else? but a South African goddess could pull this off. She looked amazing, and she picked the nude color that worked with her glowing skin tone. This might not work on me because I'm albino. That and I'm about two feet uh, short, and this would be like, you know, I'd be dragging the dress behind me. But you have to pick the nude that works for you, and Charlize and her stylist and her team worked it. This was head to toe. The makeup was spot on. The hair was perfectly swept to the side. She worked it. She owned it. She was confident. Hats off to her, or headbands off to her, if you will. (laughs) I swear she looks like she, like, stepped off a cloud from heaven and just walked onto this carpet. Her energy was so relaxed. Her skin looked flawless. That leg, perfect, like, long tone, perfect, nice, smooth, just everything about every part of her body in that dress just worked. And the shoes, even, like, the ankle strap just made her ankles look sexy. Like, everything about this outfit was perfection. I have zero complaints. I have no nothing. Like, she just walked in. She's effervescent. She's glowing, and she's perfect. And how many times can we say, Charlize, you're perfect? (laughs) I know. I let me count the ways. I think in as many ways as there are ways to wear pale neutrals. Um, now, speaking of pale neutrals, I love how our first three on the list are all in neutrals, just confirming our biggest trend of the night. Let's talk about Elle McPherson because I tweeted model meets princess because this is, you. I think you dream of being two things in life, either a model or a princess. She is both here. She so pulled off that princess that everybody, I think, wants to be when they walk a red carpet, but she took her model roots and just rocked it with that ridiculous body, killing the competition half her age in Zach Posen, I mean, the fishtail, here you go, working perfectly. Enough detail on the bodice that it makes the off-white color pop. It makes it interesting with the boning and the details and the shape. And just killed it. She just killed it with the easy breezy hair, huge sparkling earrings. Of course it doesn't hurt that 
her and Charlize have like the best genetics you could ever work with to get dressed with. But come on, I mean, she just killed it on this carpet. Killed it. And she's not, what is she even in? Who cares? She looks awesome. I'm so glad she was on the red carpet. <laughs> Can we just point out the fact that she's soon to be approaching the age of 50? Can we take a moment, step back, breathe it in, and say, what the heck? I mean, she's going to be 50 years old. She looks gorgeous in the Zach Posen gown. I think that um, very few women could pull this dress off. It's a lot of dress. There's a lot of detail at the top. I think this is another case of a woman who is just owning the dress. You know, somebody else might not have worked it so well, but the golden beach waves, that glowing skin, she's not, you know, obviously she's a very fit woman, but she's fit and she's not ultra skinny, and I love that. I think that this is a great look for her, and I don't know why she's there, and I don't really care because she's great to look at. Done. End of sentence. Exactly, and I I think that the reason she's so amazing is because I actually don't even care about the dress. I couldn't get take my eyes off of her. Like, I didn't feel like, because it is so much dress and there's a lot going on on it, but it didn't matter. My attention was never taken off her. She exudes positive, glowing energy, and I just kept looking at her like, holy cow, this woman looks amazing. Forget what color it is, whatever. Her face was lit up in ways that I just don't understand, and I want to know what Kool-Aid she's drinking because I obviously need to be on that track right now. But I just couldn't take my eyes off of her, and I love that you can be in a dress, and the dress is amazing. And when she came out on stage, and the, you, I got to see the whole dress because I literally wasn't paying attention to most of the dress until she came on stage, and I realized how great the dress was. But I just... I look at her and I'm I I'm nothing but awe. Like she looks just gorgeous. So gorgeous and I'm so glad that she kept the hair like breezy, you know, there's a couple of women she's one of them who kept this breezy look with the hair and it totally offset the dress. And I love your opinion Courtney. I think that, you know, the fact that you looked at her and the dress didn't carry her, she carried the dress. That's actually, because this is off-white, this is a great example for any bride-to-be's out there because that's the key thing you want to achieve as a bride. You want people to look mm-hmm. at you, and you wear that dress, and that dress does not wear you. So bride-to-be's out there, she's a great example if you have an upcoming wedding because this could venture into bridal territory a little bit wider. And uh, great example. I'm going to keep that one in my um, – I tab all my favorite dresses in history, and she's definitely getting tabbed for future inspiration. But uh, totally on, to another, <laughs> on to another pale frock, Juliana Rancic. We're, we're covering her second dress. She had two dresses. She had a pre-pre-show uh, dress, which I personally was not feeling. She did a lot of detail in both of her dresses, lots of mm-hmm. layers and froth and ruffles. But there was a gray and black dress uh, by Monique Collignon, I believe, uh, in the pre-pre-show. I wasn't feeling that one, but then when she put this one on, because this is where the neutral tone played such a big role, she was able to get away with all of the detailing, whereas in the black and gray, it didn't work. Totally worked for me in the beige. When you when you pale out the color and then you just have let all the details do the talking, the high neck, the layering, the draping, the embellishment, that's how this works. Definitely dress two, and I believe it was by Basil Soda. Totally worked it, when she went pale. 
I love that. I mean, she's the host of the um, E's uh, red carpet. You know, she's going to be on with Joan Rivers later tonight. I love that she went for it. She went for a designer that is unexpected. He's based out of Beirut. And I just feel like she stood out, one, because the dress was so unique, and two, because everybody's asking, who is that? Where did she get that? Where did it come from? You want to be the person who sets the trends. And she's in front of all of these celebrities. She's She's constantly, obviously, standing next to them. They're going to be comparing head to toe. And I think she held her own next to every single person that she interviews. I loved it. She is definitely one of my top three choices for best dress. I don't know how I fell off the wagon on this one. <laughs> but I didn't love it. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it, but I didn't love it. It was definitely better than the pre-show dress, which I thought was just way too much. But I just, I feel like her neck gets cut off too much. She looks, like, from chest up, she looks dowdy. Like, I feel like her head is sort of, like, melting into her shoulders. And I like the idea of the dress. It was kind of creative, and the detail is interesting. And I like that she went for this uh, flesh tone sort of trend, but I just, I wasn't in love. I didn't hate it, but I definitely wasn't in love. Well, to each their own, that's what this platform is for. We can agree to disagree. (laughs) It's okay, Courtney. I feel like you're feeling a little timid to come out with it. It's all right. I feel sorry because I want to like it, but it just didn't work for me. I really want to like it because I like her, but I just couldn't, I don't know, it didn't work for me. I think, I was just going to say, I think I like it more because of how much I like her. With everything she's been through, her story, her strength, Mm -hmm. the fact that she's back up on this red carpet, back to business. I mean, not even really letting it, you don't even think about anything she's going through. She does such, she's so good at her job. I think that helped carry the dress, but I definitely agree. I was not feeling the first one, and this was like a relief for me because I really, really was not feeling her first choice. So I think that made it even better as well. But uh, away from the pale tones for a second, let's get to Claire Danes and Jay Mandel because I think what I love about this dress, and I'm not a huge Claire Danes fan. I'm not a huge fan of her past red carpet style, her general style. That's just, you know, so I'm a little, I'm coming for, I have to even overcome that. And I still thought that she was maybe the first one that came in where I, where she wowed me. I'm a sucker for black and white. And my favorite thing about this dress is the fact that it had just enough details in the front for me to see it from the front and say, wow, that's an awesome dress with the black sequin shoulder detail and the belted waist. And then to turn around and knock the knock the front aside because the back is so good, that's a great dress. When the front is great and the back is even better because the back with the open cutout and the silver sequins surprise, I call it the silver sequin surprise, <laughs> uh, silver beading done right, just enough. Love black and white. It's classic. This will look great in 10 years when she frames it and puts it on her wall like I would. And... Uh, Totally, totally loved it, front to back, back even better. (laughs) I love this Jay Mandel number. I agree with you, Jackie. I am not a Claire Danes fan. I think she often misses the number on the red carpet. But I love this dress, and I can see young Hollywood pulling this out in archives 30 years from now, 
some new Claire Danes will pull this out and it'll look just as false as it did last night at the Golden Globes. You know I'm all about the accessories. She did very minimal accessories because there was so much going on in the back with all that gunmetal work. She had beautiful bulgari jewelry, a very simple Tiffany & Co. clutch, and just a little bit of pop with the Giuseppe Zanotti shoes. Love the look. This was definitely one of my, another one of my top three Golden Globe styles from yesterday. And this, despite the fact that she's a Latisse spokesperson, I can forgive her now. This was a <laughs> solid look for her. <laughs> I love it. Courtney, where are you standing with Claire Dane? Okay, again, I'm and veering I'm into veering territory into all, alone. all alone. I like it. I don't love it. I love the back of it. I love the jewelry. I feel like something about the hair was a little too stuffy for me, and I get that this, the, the amazingness of the back needed to be exposed and the hair shouldn't be a distraction, but I, she just didn't look fresh to me in the, like from the front. Like I look at her and I'm like, ah, Claire Danes, you're looking kind of old. But the dress by itself, I think I'm cool with. I'm not sure I'm in love with her in the dress. All right. You know, Courtney, now I'm starting to get worried. <laughs> I could take one disagreement. No, I'm kidding. Each their own. I'm going to try and stay even keel here. You're allowed to feel that way. I kind of see what you're saying because from the front, it could look a little more mature, but I think it's chic, so that's okay with me. But I I do get what you're saying. Um, So I won't. That's all right. You can stay on the panel right now. We are not cutting you off yet. Okay, you're not going to hang me up yet. (laughs) I don't know. One more misstep, and you might be walking the plank. I know. Well, I know when we get to Leah Michelle, I'm worried we're all going to hang up the phone and the podcast is going to be over. But let's uh, let's hope we can get through it. I know we'll all agree on Jessica Alba because she is, first of all, just a sweetheart. I mean, she's her smile and her happiness and her joy and her glow is just enough to make seriously. She should put on some of the seaweed that some of the other girls were wearing, and she would make that glow. But she was in a gorgeous Gucci frock, great color on her. It looked to me, my monitor was off a little bit, I feel like, but it looks a pale purple to me, if I'm not mistaken, a pastel purple tone with beading, much heavier beading than some of the other women's dresses. So I think this made it pop more. It was more like the beading was more emphasized on her gown. And her glow, honestly... Carried it. I mean, and she just had a baby. I think Mari Fagel tweeted four months ago. Come on, she looks mm-hmm. amazing. And she's just so gorgeous. But I think this dress definitely complimented her. Best skin of the night by far. I think she looks amazing. I think I have to get an intern to spend the next week figuring out what pills she's taking because I want to take some of those. Gorgeous <laughs> in Gucci, styled by Brad Goretzky, former Rachel Zoe protege. I think she looked amazing. I'm usually not a fan of beadwork. I think it's really much more for pageants. But I think it looked really good on her. And the fact that she had a baby five months ago is unexplainable. Fabulous, fabulous. Not one of my top three, but she looked very good. And I think the skin was phenomenal. I stamped at 100% agree. (laughs) She's just a darling, and she's beautiful. Okay, now we didn't scare you into agreeing, I hope. hope Not at all. I tweeted last night, I love, and I'm not that big of a Jessica Alba fan, like, 
uh, like fashion wise I am, but otherwise not so much. But she she gave off such good energy last night, and obviously she's happy and life is good. And ordinarily, I totally agree, that much beating would so be pageant to me. But it worked, and it was the soft color. She looks great. Yeah, I think it worked because it was the red carpet, and the red carpet you could really eat up the beating where some women, you didn't even see their beating. You had to, like, really look. And so I think the fact that this was for emphasized beating actually worked for her advantage. Uh, but now we're sweet and sexy. We're going to continue that trend with Witherspoon because she was, first of all, with her smile, her blonde hair, she's so sweet that even with her va, va, boom, Zach Posen, bombshell arrival, you still saw the sexy, sweet side of her. And that's what I love because she did Jessica Rabbit in the best way possible. I mean, she was someone that caused me to tweet my brain that she got on the carpet because I thought she made such a splash with her red. The picture doesn't even do it justice. The boning, the shaping, everything. It fit her like it was a second gorgeous Vava red skin. And, you know, I love that she kept clean, fresh face, and sexy laid-back wave the hair. I think it made the look. Sweet enough so that it wasn't too va-va where it would go into, like, major Jessica Rabbit territory. She did it just right. I personally didn't care for it, didn't like it too much, didn't hate it too much. I thought the sweetheart neckline was very appealing on her, um, but it just didn't do anything for me. That particular shade of red is neither here nor there. It's not Ferrari sexy. It's not moody. Bordeaux. Eh kind of putting her in the middle. Oh, no. Courtney, you have oh, to back me up. Oh, no. <laughs> Am I What's gonna happening here? Now? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I literally put Reese on the top of my list because when she got on the carpet, she, without being inappropriate, looked like she got some real good action in the limousine and got out <laughs> looking like she had the glow of her life. She... <laughs> Um, and it was sexy, but not like she it completely gives the like sweet girly girl. But like, guess what I was doing just a few minutes so ago? Kind of attitude. Is that is that what's yeah. going? She knocked boots, right? Okay. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> she totally got some before she got on the carpet. <laughs> the tousled hair, like it just worked. I don't know. She. I'm all about, like, the dress, if you get on the carpet, like, the dress has to be amazing, but I want to be looking at you. And I couldn't take my eyes off her. She looked amazing. Like, I don't feel like the picture looks as great as she did when I saw her on the television. So it yeah, worked for I, me 100%. That's a really important call. Just a little side note for everyone. It is so hard to achieve both an amazing live dress and a dress that photographs equally well. I mean, because dresses mm -hmm. photograph completely differently than when you watch it live. And this is one of those dresses where I do have to say, you have to watch it live because this is one that did not photograph as well, but when she walked on that carpet, she is somebody that I remembered out of the hundreds of stars She's up there at the, on the top five on my list of just stand out, Boom, in your face. I'm on this red carpet with my sweet smile and my sexy dress. 
look at me right now. And maybe she did just do, get it on. I don't know. But that glow was happening. And if you see it live, definitely much more, you know, much more strength in the live feed than the photo, for sure. Um, now, let's talk about who I think had the most unique dress of the night because I don't think anybody looked like her. And that's why I loved her so much last night with Alma Hayek in Gucci. She did something nobody else did. She did gold and black, kind of like art deco-y feeling to me, like shiny, almost like a lame, pleated uh, skirt, flowing skirt. I think this could have looked cheap and wrong, so disastrous on so many women. But I think Osama, her good genetics and her excellent equipment, she rocked the heck out of this dress and looked like nobody else that night in an awesome way. And that's why I love Salma. And she's up there for my best dress, for sure. I really like this dress. This is one of those situations where when I'm looking at it in pictures, it's not selling me. But when she walked that carpet, I thought, 19, Studio 54, Halston. I know this is Gucci, but this is giving me Halston, and I love it. And I saw this right after I had seen Nicole Richie walk down, also in something very 70s, what you would expect at Studio 54. And I thought that they came from the same party. And I liked it. It was fabulous. I, again, 100% agree. <laughs> Selma Hayek, sexy as all get out all the time. She had those boobs strapped in just perfectly tight. And I don't know who else could wear this and ever make it look okay. But somehow she made it work. I mean, she's got pleats, she's got gold, she's got shapes, she's got hair flowing in two different colors. Like, it's just everything is going on, but it's going on real well. So I, it works for me. Yeah, I mean, that's what I love so much about it. Only she could pull this off. Like, this would not have looked, this would have been on a worse dress list probably on anybody else. And she stood alone in a totally unique look. Unique color combination. Oh, I just thought she rocked it. And I love that, you know, she was really kind of in her own field with this. Uh, and, like, compared to Nicole, Nicole Richie, I think Nicole Richie looked more like she should have been at the Grammys than at the Globes. And so I just think Salma nailed it in many ways and only she could do it. Um, but the boobs and strapping them in, Sophia Vergara, Vera Wang, I mentioned her earlier, she was in that kind of sapphire popular color, uh, and for me, she's on our best dress list, but for me, this is the first one that I'm going to say I'm not fully feeling. I think what ruined it for me is the, uh, the hair. I think it looks like she did it herself, and she's so sexy, va va boom that I think she has done the old Hollywood hair before, so she probably tried to do something different. But you know what? When something works and you try and do something different, sometimes you pay a price for it, and I, that's the perfect example here. I would have loved this if she just did something to jazz it up a little. I think too simple. She seemed comfortable. She said she was like, zip, close, go, which is great. You want to be functional and comfortable. I just think if she should have done old Hollywood hair and it would have been take, given it that oomph that it needed for a look. I agree 100%. Love the Vera Wang dress, the fishtail. She was working it. The body was flawless. The skin was amazing. I would have liked to 
receive the Selma Hayek care with distress. Maybe a little bit less volume, but this straight hair just looked like she could have walked into any salon. So I hope she didn't spend a fortune on that because I could have done that for her for five dollars. <laughs> Courtney. Uh. Yeah, not my favorite, and I love her, and I love her body. I love how this dress fits her, but for me, I don't love the color on her, and that hair is killing me. It looks like she, like, flat-ironed it herself and was like, ooh, look how straight I can get it, guys, and, like, just threw it down, and that was that. Like, I needed a – if it was going to be pulled over like that, she could have done a side pony or something with some some kind of curl or – I don't know, but it wasn't working for me. Mm. Yeah, is the hair. The hair ruined what would have been beautiful color on her. Uh, you know, this tail, the trend. You know, I think the old Hollywood wave and like a strong lip or something really made this pop, or even just like some crazy jewels on the neck. You just needed pop, and that's the one thing this book was missing. But honestly, when we get to our next batch of, of uh, <laughs> ladies, she's going to be looking real great. Because it's time to get our worst dress list. Honestly, as they say in the Devil Wears Prada, guard your loins because I am ready to unleash as much as I love being positive and praising the Golden Globe goddesses that we just did. I am more excited to play out what these next group of women might have been thinking when they got dressed. I want to call their stylist. I want to get them on the phone and have a chat. Let's start with Diana Agron in Giles, I believe. Okay. I'm sorry. We invite the flamethrower to the award show because I'm wondering if this show is in Vegas right now, if this is a showgirl. <laughs> I'm just not sure what's going on with the red stains in on Diana's dress. I mean, is were they doing like an episode of Glee with like Vegas Cirque du Soleil? No. This is just so wrong. It looks like the flames are eating her. I have not liked her red carpet choices in the past and this takes the cake. <laughs> Just awful, in my opinion. Sorry. Let's Sorry, Diana. Nice. Let's be nice to the dress. It took Johnny Depp and Edward Scissorhands nearly a year to finish this whole dress. So let's be <laughs> nice to the artist. <laughs> okay. That, that basically, it, for me, this definitely belongs on the worst dress list, period. Yeah. Courtney? <laughs> Oh, God, I so wanted this not to be bad because when I look at it, I'm like, oh, somebody really did some intricate work to make this dress. Like, it's (laughs) interesting. And there's – but, oh, she looks like the phoenix from the X-Men, like, that she caught on fire and needs to fly away somewhere. And I don't understand the lacy ruffle. It was was bad. Yeah. Maybe if it was short, it would have been so bad. Right. They did some intricate work, but obviously there's so much work, their fingers were bleeding, and it obviously bled all over the dress and just seeped into her neck because that's what it looks like. Um, so we'll leave it at that, and let's move on to Frida Pinto in Prada. Um, Prada swallowed her and dumped her in the sea and then spit her back out, and she is now sea-colored and in a pile of fabric. Uh, Prada fabric, at least it's Prada fabric. Um, but there's enough for her to, you know, make like five blankets and sleep in it forever. So I hope she gets to keep it. I know she said she loved the material. I, she said it's fuss-free. Um, it's fuss-free because you could basically swim in it and, you know, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> for such a gorgeous girl, 
just followed her. I agree 100%. I got the press release from Prada, and they told, here's what they told me. It is a strapless bustier gown in a silk cloak, and the color was inspired by light blue tone of peacock feathers. The gown is accented with a duchess satin belt. Blah, 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 blah. It was a hot mess. How do you ruin such a little, petite, beautiful girl? She looked like a sack of green fabric. It was a hot mess. I think overall, Prada did not do well last night, at least with the ladies. And Frida Pinto should have known better. Her stylist should have known better. She's wearing a comforter with a belt. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I can't. I don't even, well, let's not talk about it anymore. <laughs> okay. We'll I'm glad we set that up. So when we need to go to sleep, we can call Frida Pinto and borrow her dress and be very comfy cozy. And uh, let's respond to Julie Bowen in Remacra. And here's the I can see Julie Bowen was trying to go, at least with some of these people. You can't even see where they were trying to go. With Julie Bowen, yes, you could see she was trying to be Grace Kelly, having her girl moment. She was quoted to say that to Ryan Press during the pre-show. Problem is, is the color washed her out, the hair, it was like too much trying to channel Grace Kelly because she just ended up looking dated, and the color would get too peachy. This is called the wrong control for your skin tone, and she just seemed comfortable in it. So combine all those things, and unfortunately, she ends up here, and I know she's trying to go Grace Kelly. It just didn't happen. Julie, fire your stylist. This dress was worn in 2008 and done better. Okay, in 2008, Olivia Wilde wore this exact same dress in an off-white version, which actually looked much better. So that is just rule number one. Fire your stylist, get a new one, get it together for the next awards show. Moving on, because I'm very upset. <laughs> Courtney? And how do you repeat? It's cardinal rule. Moving on. <laughs> Glinda, 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 go back to Oz. And moving oh. on. Oh. <laughs> so yeah, good. it's very good witch, isn't it? It's going to the good witch all the way. <laughs> yeah. No, I totally agree. Also, Pamela, you're right. This was done before. I feel like it's been done a lot. And if you're going to do this, do it really, really well and, like, rock the heck out of it because you're coming a lot of comparisons. And I do agree that making it a brighter color, a lighter white, would have been much more effective. But even that still would have been done. So not so good. Not so good, Julie. But uh, can we talk about the true <coughs> shipwreck of titanic proportions that is Sarah Michelle Geller? Monique Lulier, what? Honestly, she obviously fell over in a cruise ship and had a major brain lapse when she made this dress, and then Sarah Michelle Geller. I'm wondering, why would Sarah Michelle Geller ever put this on and walk out the door? And then I realized, guys, it was the reunion of Kate Winslet and Leonardo DiCaprio, so she wore it in honor of the Titanic. And that's the only way I can make this dress make any sense, besides a major brain lapse. <laughs> Ironically, I actually believe a few days ago was the 100th anniversary of the sinking of the Titanic. So you might be onto something. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, that's what she was battling. Uh, but that's and <laughs> and so it's not a good sign. 
she said her daughter picked this dress out. There you go. There you her go. Her daughter finger what happens it, when you and then put it on her. <laughs> now, I'd like to put, put out a point that if my niece picked out my dress, I would look flawless. I'm just saying. So not all little girls have bad taste, but this was a poor choice for her. I love the, the makeup. I love the ponytail. I think she looked glowing and wonderful. I just was not feeling the dress. Courtney? I mean, the blue is kind of pretty. And <laughs> I, I Courtney, love Sarah Michelle Geller. You are not allowed to defend this dress. I, I really want to because I wanted it to be okay, but it's just not. Why is it tie-dye? And it doesn't even look like tie-dye. It kind of looks like somebody's splashed blue paint on it on accident. It doesn't look intentional at all. Do we and think that somebody else could have pulled, Ladies, do you think that somebody else could have pulled out this dress? No. Maybe somebody was like a, a foot more in height. Really? I think somebody maybe could have pulled this dress off. No, I, I definitely no. don't. I think this dress is meant to, um, you know, go down the ocean with the Titanic and the... Leonardo DiCaprio and just bury itself forever and never come back. Yeah, that's pretty bad. (laughs) And you know what, guys? It's only going to get worse because we're moving on to Zoe de Chanel custom Prada. And let me just say, I thought it was very (laughs) thrifty of Prada to take all of their leftover Christmas decorations and put it all together <laughs> and lead Zoe Deschanel to believe that she's wearing a custom dress. Honestly, this is the dress that caused me to tweet, thank God only one of these exists, and that's already one too many. This is like when you're doing like technical equipment and you see like the base levels and the treble levels and green lights go up and down. Like this is a green light going up and down. I, I just, there's nothing, nothing good for me to say about this dress. I'll leave it to you. Does everybody remember that game we used to play in, in the 80s, um, Light Bright? Yeah. You know, we got to put little, little green things and the white things, and you make a picture, and you show it to your parents, like, look, Mommy, I made a heart. Well, that's kind of what Prada did. <laughs> it, was, it was black and emerald green glass pearls. Again, love, love Prada, but this was just wrong dress on the wrong person. I actually don't mind the dress, and in my notes when I was watching the Globes, I thought to myself, I think Nicole Kidman could pull this off. I don't know why, but I can envision a Nicole Kidman in this dress. I think she would do it so much better. And Zoe with the hair, enough already. The volume, it was just too much. So that dress on her, plus with the hair. To get that you're quirky, to get that you're unique, but sing a different tune, really. I mean, sing a different tune. Yeah, no good. No good can come of it. Courtney? I have to say that the picture looks better to me than she did on the red carpet when I watched it on TV. So that's a plus. I've never <laughs> seen anything by Prada that made me think cheap, and this looked cheap. Like, I just don't. It looks like an art project with a doily around her neck. And I don't get it, and I don't know, I don't know what they were doing, but it wasn't a good thing that they did to her. No. And you know it's bad when even she in her red carpet interview on E was like, um, yeah, it's for me. Like, she 
she didn't even like. So I think this is an example of someone who got stuck in a custom product and couldn't get out of it. And that's Zoe Deschanel. So sorry, that's next time. Um, but let's move on to Donna in Team Accra and another person who obviously there's like this ocean theme going on because from the top, uh, the waist up, beautiful silver secret beading. From the waist down, it's like she took an ocean liner to get there, saw Sarah Michelle Geller along the way, stepped in a very seaweed area of ocean and climbed out, running late, had to get to the award show, could not pull the seaweed off of her, and so she's at the Golden Globes in seaweed. I just don't get this. Don't love it. Actually, don't even like it. Just horrible. Horrible from the waist down. Climbed out the seaweed. Forgot that she used to be a pro Kabbalah person. I'm just saying. In case anybody noticed the jewelry that she was wearing. Um, oh. I'm not going to say much about Madonna because I think she could crush me with her arm. <laughs> That's a smart <laughs> actually. Courtney, what do you think? <laughs> you guys are going to totally stab me for this. I don't hate it. Oh. The part that I hate is across her thighs, where it's like these like square-shaped pieces of fabric that's like fabric polka dots, but not. Yeah, it kind of looks like a garbage bag on the bottom, but then it's kind of like metal on the top. Like, it's Madonna. Like, I kind of buy it. I wish she didn't have it on the gloves. Uh, I don't hate it, hate it, but I don't think it's like the worst thing ever. Well, a lot of people did not feel Madonna last night, and it wasn't just because of a dress, so we'll get to that in a little bit. Sure, but yeah. uh, <laughs> go to Natalie Portman in custom Lonvin. And I don't have a picture of Emma Stone, but I, they were both in Lonvin, and I think, honestly, in my opinion, neither of them got it right. They did this, like, combination of colors, this two-tone. There was some two-tone action going on last night, and it did not work here. did not work on Emma Stone, I don't think. I think Emma Stone, if anything, was better than Natalie Portman, but, oh, my God, this color combo has been tried by a lot of people, and it does not work on many, and it definitely did not work on Natalie Portman. She's such a sweet girl. I just, it went so wrong. I'll be honest with you, I didn't love her last year at the Globes. She was pregnant, and so you could kind of excuse it. I want to like it, but ugh. I will say this, that from certain angles, she stands to the side, it does look okay, but that full-on future with a hint of red, I wasn't loving it. And I love Natalie Portman, so I'm very upset about that. Yeah. I love her. I think she's beautiful, and I think she has not worn a dress that I've been okay with in a very long time. <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't work and I don't understand I'm like you're little and you're cute and you're gorgeous face like what is it's like putting her in a sack with two colors that don't work on her at all I don't understand it doesn't work for me I know she has not been working for me and I agree the pregnancy thing gave her some leeway but now she's got no excuse she's got a great body and it's just like oh not happening uh, now another person who kind of really never has it happening on the on the red carpet, but really cares because of her talent and how amazing she is as an actress, is Meryl Streep in Alessandra Rich. Okay, where's the hoedown? 
but who cares because she's awesome. Those are my notes. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. I mean, I don't know if we expect her to look good. I think when she wows us, it's sort of just like, oh, she looks okay, but she's never, fashion is not her thing, and I don't think she really cares based on how she did her hair last night. She really looked like she just left Ralph Lawrence Ranch. And she is a phenomenal actress. She's gotten more Golden Globes than any other um, actor on the planet. But here she was. She walked out in this unexcusable ensemble. And then right after she gets off stage, who follows her? Jane Fonda. I mean, it was just, you had Meryl Streep, Frump, Jane Fonda, who's about probably 15-ish years older, coming out in a gorgeous Jack Waistoat couture gown. And she stole the show and the thunder from Meryl Streep, I think. I agree. Meryl Streep is amazing. She's the best actress to have ever walked the earth for the most part. And I just, you don't have to be into fashion. Fine. You decide you don't want to wear gowns and all that because it's too much. Like, pull a, what's her face, Carolina Herrera, and wear a nice, crisp white shirt with a big black ball skirt with freaking pockets, if that makes you happy. But, like, what what is this? And it doesn't even fit. The button is pulling across her chest. Like, it just, it's unattractive. And you don't have to be about fashion to look presentable. That's how I feel about it. Good call on that, Courtney. I'm liking that. It, I, I don't like when people say they're, like, not about fashion. They don't care. They try to make like a statement because you know what? Image is a part of this business and you signed up for it and at least look presentable and speak in some way. I mean, you don't have to go crazy over it, but there's ways to not look disastrous and we'll try and help you, Meryl. Just call us. We're, it'll take two seconds. We can do it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do now your uniform, last... like do your uniform, but have it look yeah. nice and ironed and fit. <laughs> right. Now, let's go to our last on the worst dress list, although we have plenty more questionable ones to get to as well. Jessica Chastain in Givenchy. Honestly, horrible fit. She seems to have a great figure, but just did not flatter it. The pearls just made it look so masonly. And I think her hair was terrible, so it ruined it. Hair can make or break a look, and this hair was just me the icing on this terrible wedding cake attempt. She looks like a wedding cake figurine. (laughs) I like the dress. I think it's wrong dress on wrong person situation because I think the dress is great. I feel like it aged her a little bit. And with that hair, I agree, Jackie, it was just a wrong fit. But I love this dress. I really want to see it on somebody else. I think I might want to see it with somebody with a different complexion. But I like it. I, I like the beadwork. I thought it was it was a great... This would make a great wedding dress for somebody who wants a really simple look. Yes, that idea. I love the dress. I completely agree. I think the dress is gorgeous. I think she looks horrible in it. The color, the hair, the makeup. nothing about her looks vibrant and that's kind of sad because she's not an old lady at all like there it just didn't work at all but on somebody else i think it would be great and even the jewelry was better at oscars yeah sorry i was saying even the jewelry looks old lady i mean those big gray pearls in her ears um the harry 
and cough. I mean, these are great pieces, just not for such a young, wonderful actress. Right. Yeah, it's all about wrong dress on, you know, the wrong girl. It's a great dress. I agree. It could be a great, simple bridal dress. Did not work. Did not fit her well. And she did not accessorize it or, you know, play her hair off of it well. So it just ruined the entire look. So now we have a few more hot topic women to get to because we must mention these ladies who caused us, fashionable style co-hosts here on AfterBuzz TV, to engage in, almost engage in the Twitter war at times. <laughs> there were a few I that we really disagreed on, and I have a feeling there's a few revelations that have been made since our Twitter war on Leah Michelle. Of course, we're saving her. Let's start with Michelle Williams, Jason Wu. I was talking horrible. about Michelle Williams. <laughs> you know why I was talking oh, about Michelle ooh. Williams? Because I'm never a fan of her style. And here I saw another curtain drapery dress coming on the red carpet. But you know what I thought? The one thing she achieved with her Jason dress is that she had a great glow and enhanced her skin tone unbelievably where she normally wears things that wash her out. And I thought the headband looked really cool and pixie and, like, really cool. So as much as I hated the curtain drapery heaviness of the dress, color made pop, made face great. I like the headband. So I'm torn. I agree with you, Jackie. And I feel bad because somewhere a hotel room is missing velvet curtains. <laughs> and and so, somewhere in, in L.A. you are going to see, or New York, somebody walking around with their, with their nanas hanging out because there's no curtains. I mean, this is a Jason woo, no you didn't. It was horrible. I think she's, she has to stop channeling Mia Farrow. Mia Farrow did it. It's done. Put it to bed. Find your own look. Courtney, I know yeah. you feel great. You're feeling great. I, I hate, I can't express how much I hate this dress. Like, it looks like my grandma's couch, like, from, like, 1969 that was in the house rotting forever. Like, it's horrible. But she looks absolutely adorable to me from neck up. Like, I love that she's added some tones to her hair color. The strawberry helps a lot, like, and it warms her up a lot. And I love the little headband, and her makeup is soft and pretty with the red lip. I think she's adorable, but I hate this dress. Yeah, I, I am so not a fan of the dress, but it did a few good things for her, which I'll give, it, you know, her credit for. It really made her home look great. And even that in itself, she usually looks so washed out, I think that in itself is where I will look at the positive. I'm trying to, I'm going to try and be a little positive here. But then again, we now have to talk about Piper Parabu in Tyson's theory. And honestly, this is an example. We talked about how dresses photograph versus how dresses look when you have to move in them. Keyword has to move. Move is the word that was missing because she literally could have had the most wow dress of the night with that exaggerated skirt, the pale tone. You know, I thought that was working. There was cheer in all the right parts. I would have loved this dress if she couldn't move in it. She looked like she was stuck, literally stuck, and was like, uh-oh, what do I do now? Like, this dress would be awesome for a photo shoot, for like a Vogue, but 
I feel like because she couldn't move in it and did not carry it well, she made it look like a pile of mess. I agree with you 100%, Jack. I think this is made for the runway. This is made for a photo shoot. Um, you know, there's a lot of architectural detail and technicality that went into the dress. It's an exclusive nylon uh, gazar. It's finished in a uh, rubberized heat steel trim. There's a lot that went into this dress, but this dress does not need to be on the red carpet. There was too much see-through. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't like the fact that this is an actress who does not have a test, and it just didn't work with this dress. It just made her look a little bit boyish, and I wasn't feeling it. I wasn't feeling this color on her skin tone either. Not a fan. We have a consensus. I hate this dress on her on the red carpet. Like, I could see it being so beautiful somewhere else, not on the red carpet. I don't want to see your legs and almost be able to see your little kitty. Like, I don't want to see under your dress when you're on the red carpet, ever. And it, the color didn't do anything for her. I didn't even see her. Like, I felt like she was a little flower trying to grow out of this mass of fabric. Like, it didn't work at all. It's a daring choice by daring designer, I wasn't feeling it. Yeah. No, I, there, I, I definitely like this dress in other situations, just not wrong situation, wrong person, wrong way to carry it, just ruined it. And that's why such a big risk can either pay off or really, you know, swallow you whole like this did. But um, from a lot of fabric to not enough fabric, Rooney Mara was one of our hot topics on Twitter as we tweeted last night in Nina Ricci, I think, Honestly, Courtney, I know you and I are kind of, I'm thinking, in agreement here. For mm-hmm. me, so many people were looking to see what Rooney Mara was going to wear. She's one of like, those new faces, really see if they were, she was going to make a splash. And I think, honestly, boring from the waist down, fabric in all the wrong places, and not enough fabric from the waist up. I think it looked trashy, clubby. Jersey Shore-ish to me. Like, I feel like Snooki would be in something like this before Rooney Mara. And I know she's been doing a lot of cutouts and a lot of probable garoon on, you know, the red carpets and, you know, things like that. And so I think she was sticking with the theme of what she likes to wear. But this one, just not working for me. I think it looks cheap. I think too much showing in all the wrong places. Cutouts, they're a trend, but they don't always work. This did not work for me. And I'm just totally disappointed in her. I think this was an expected choice from her. I wrote in my notes, moody, expected, dark. I wanted to see something else from her. I also didn't like her hair choice, just that sort of put it in a bun with a little bit, I'm sorry, she had a ponytail sticking out at the back. She looked pale. She just looked like she stepped out of her movie. I mean, she, she's been wearing black all season long. I want to see her in something else. I don't mind the dress from the waist up. I don't care for, for it for, on the bottom. I, I agree with you, Jackie. Too much fabric, too much bunching. Is there not some sort of tailor around looking at these starlets to cut off the extra inch at the bottom? I mean, I get very upset about this. Um, and I just, I think that it was boring. And I feel for, like she's a new face. I want to see a happy face. She looked like she was bored to be there. Yeah, definitely. Courtney, bored, and bored and sad. Oh, bored and sad. Bored and sad. Like she, I don't know. Like okay, you're young, you're youthful. Okay, fine. Okay, you're gonna fine. be the moody, moody, like dark 
chick, fine, cool. There's so many awesome things that you could have put on. This was not awesome. It made her look like her boobs are sitting on her waistline. The bottom definitely needed to be taken up, like, I don't even know how many inches, but it just looks like a pool of puffy fabric at the floor that she was probably tripping over all night. And she herself just looks sad. Like, be excited. You're at the Golden Globes. Like, you had a great movie. Like, shouldn't there be some sort of energy and positivity in your face? Like, there was nothing. Nothing about this made me excited. I don't even think it read to what she's supposed to be portraying if she's, like, the dark, brooding person. Like, this just looks like a bag that didn't fit. Like, you can find a hot, sexy black dress that fits that persona, that means something, and that fits you well, that makes a statement or that stays in line with the statement you're trying to make that doesn't look sad. And this just looks sad. Yes, the I would have loved it's her. It's like an unhappy face. <laughs> yeah, I would have loved her and really, like, wow everybody into something totally unexpected. I would have loved her in a Michael Kors. Michael Kors did a neon pink dress with a black belt, and I think mm-hmm. that would have been, like, awesome, surprise, like, something like that, maybe not necessarily that, but she should have, I really don't think she should have done black, and if she did black, she shouldn't have done all this cutout stuff that she's been doing and not do it well, so big miss for me. Uh, now, two-tone Angelina Jolie in Versace. Ladies, that red tab on the top of her dress took her from, like, ice queen to, oops, I smear my red lipstick, and that's my napkin for my red lipstick. Like, that tab will haunt me for the rest of my days. That is the most misplaced accent on a dress. I just cannot handle this. Red lip, red tab, red bag, ice queen. What is going on? I mean, you have Brad Pitt on your arm. Loosen up and smile, honey. What is going on? This is the persona. We are buying into the ice princess. Whether she is that in real life or not, this is what she is on the red carpet. She is severe. She is intense. She has a very intense personality. I thought that this Versace dress was stunning. She did it with the Versace shoes as well. One thing that did bother me, or actually say two things, her tattoos always bother me. I think they're a distraction. I'd like for her to remove them. And I think she could put on an extra five pounds. Or 10. I agree with you on those. <laughs> I agree with you on that, <laughs> Courtney. Yeah, but she could I definitely... Love, oh, sorry, Go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, I love the dress. I think she's giving old Hollywood glamour. She's reviving it, that red lip that we know her for, these gorgeous, beautiful lips. I love this. I'm going to have to say I agree with Pamela. I, as much as I Yay. I was just I when I saw the red tab, I was kind of annoyed because it took me out for a minute. But then when I they were walking down the carpet and I she turned around to take a photo, I looked and I was like I can't take my eyes off of her regardless. And the fit, yes, she could definitely stand to have a couple extra meals a day. But the dress was fitted like a glove to her body. And when I saw her face and then the red tab and its awkward angle and then this red bag, like, I thought, like, sexy Marlena Dietrich, like, I just, it, I bought it. Like, I don't know. I, I love her. And it works for me really well. I think it's sexy. I think it suits the persona that she feeds us. And I think last year was when she wore the, like, green uh, emerald beaded sort of dress, and she looked more, like, perky and smiley on the carpet. And I feel like this added – this is, like, I'm a character today, and this is the character that I'm going to be. 
And I liked it. It worked for me. I don't like oh, bread spirit, though. Like, I believe that she's still carrying the vial of blood in that in that purse. Because <laughs> I liked it. I love it. Loved it. No. Ladies, no, I'm not allowing this. Jennifer Aniston, call me, because I am such a Jennifer Aniston fan over an Angelina Jolie type of woman any day, and I'm not buying this look. I'm just, why act this way? Why look this way? I, I don't need to, like, feel uncomfortable watching you. Like, I, I don't. fierce, and she's making a statement. Like, she just, it's like, step here and look at me. Yes, it's love it, and I'm moving on. I love it. It's power. She's telling us, I love, I love my hair follicles, I love my toenails, and I love everything <laughs> in the middle. I don't care what you think about me. Here I am. I'm wearing Versace. I look fabulous, and my husband is Brad, or my lover is Brad Pitt, which sounds better than husband, <laughs> no? Oh, boy. No, I, I don't think he's her husband. Not that we know of. Um, no, but no. let's move on to a much happier, more vibrant, amazing woman in Maria Menounos in Blue Marine. Uh, obviously, we all have an affinity, Maria, at AfterBuzz TV, being the founder. Um, but regardless, I'm not praising her because of that. I really just love that she was one of the few people that was able to do yellow and pull it off, take it away from Big Bird territory, and kill it in yellow sequins. She just looks so bold, so glam. I love the hair. It makes it chicer rather than, like, too... Uh, you know, Cabo or something like that. Like the sequins and the hair make it glam and make that yellow totally pop and work on the red carpet. Hands down, definitely on my better dress list for the night for Maria Menounos. Love it. I like that she took the yellow to the orange spectrum. I think it works with her skin tone. She's obviously somebody who understands colors, unlike some of the celebrities we saw last night. I, I like the dress very much. I think it looks great, and the fact that she was surrounded by a sea of nudes and mishap colors, she really stood out. And not everybody rocked yellow well. Uh, Paula Patton did not do a good job. Missy Piley was just a hot mess in that sort of, like, pardon me, vomit green yellow situation. And um, <laughs> Maria just looked beautiful. She looked like, like a golden California goddess. I liked it. It, I, I think it looks, her body looks sick. Like, she looks amazing in this dress, and it's energetic, and I think it fits her personality and spirit so well. I mean, she did the Tebow on the freaking red carpet. Um, I know. And <laughs> the only that. thing that I would have changed, that's just because I don't like, I'm not a big fan of updos. I would love to see bed hair with this, but that's just me because I think it looks so vibrant and free and young because it's yellow and it's bright, and I just would have liked to see it down just because I think that's super sexy, but otherwise it's fantastic. She's perfect. I think I see what you're saying, and I think if she would have done that, people would have questioned if it was a Golden Globes appropriate look, and that's why I think Probably. she did the up to, and it took it there. But I do see what you're saying. It lends itself to that kind of, you know, Reese Witherspoon, Salma Hayek hair, definitely. Yeah, But uh, for sure. good job, Maria. We love it. And ladies, let's get to who we've all been waiting to talk about, and that's Leah Michelle and Marquesa. Honestly... No. This, if anyone was going to ignite a Twitter war, it was between myself and Pamela, at least, it was Leah Michelle. And I just have to say, 
aging yourself, you're in all the wrong places, just she doesn't even know why she's wearing that dress. She has no idea what that means to fashion. I think she was just trying to be like Halle Berry or something and mm-hmm. make a splash. Did not go with her coloring. I'm not a huge Leah Michelle fan to begin with. Hair terrible, matronly. And then that one ring is like, what are you doing? So much wrong about this dress for me. So much wrong. And Pamela, I'm dying to hear what you have to me say. Too. Because as of last Defend night on Twitter, <laughs> you were defending I... this getting to tweet at me that they loved it. What happened? Last night, I was going to take you to the mattresses. I had my friends from New York and my stylist people from the industry tweeting you back saying, you are wrong. This is a great choice. I have been staring at it since then, and I am now on the fence. So I'm a flip-flopper, which is is very funny. I think that it does age her. She's such a young woman. I feel like this is a dress we could see on an Angelina Jolie woman. I like the dress. I like the detailing on it. I think this is a better version of Edward Scissorhands style. Uh, <laughs> Leah Michelle is co- she's committed to Marquesa, and I do think that this is a situation where she has a stylist and she follows it, and I don't think she puts her own input. They'll say Marquesa, 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 and she wears it all the time. Usually she looks great. I'm staring at this now, and I'm, I'm thinking Mermaid needs to go back to the water. She just needs to swim back in there and come back with a new look. I'm not going to say she was on my worst dress list because I won't go there, but she's not going to make my best dress list. You flip-flopper, but you know what? As long as, you flip-flop, uh, as long as you flip-flop to my side of the table, honey, you are welcome. <laughs> I'm a of fashion. This is horrible. No. <laughs> Courtney, what about you, darling? Oh, Leah, Leah, Leah. My biggest complaint consistently about Leah Michelle on the red carpet is that I feel like she wears dresses that consume her. I spend more time looking at the big dress and all the stuff going on with the dress than I spend looking at her. She disappears. All I see is claws covering her breasts. Like, I don't even pay any attention to her at all. Like, it looks like some animals attacking her boobs. So, whereas the detail and the amazingness of Marquesa and the dress is, I'm sure, absolutely gorgeous in person and probably gorgeous on somebody else, there is so much going on. She completely disappears for me. I think that's the biggest mistake she can make and makes it consistently, and I'm sick of it. I think it is a bad choice. Therefore, she is the worst dress because she should be doing way better than this. Thank she's you, too talented. She's too talented, too cute, too young, too fresh. Like, I, I don't know. I should be like, oh, my God, Leah Michelle is the hottest chick on the planet. Like, she was on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen, like, two weeks ago or something with the other dude from Glee, and she had on this little sexy black sort of sheer number. That was the first time I looked at it. I was like, get it, Leah Michelle. I should be saying that every time. Her body is sick. She is adorable, and she is great. And this is a mess. Sorry. I'm done. Yay. <laughs> I'm so glad. Don't hold back. And Pamela. Pamela, I'm so glad that you came around to, to the, you know, the right side here because this is just not allowed. Seriously, that's the thing. You, some women in Hollywood, her included, are held to a higher standard. When Meryl Streep walks in in her cowgirl getup, it's okay. I am more mad about Aaliyah Michelle doing something like this, which wouldn't even be that bad necessarily, but because it's her and she should not get out the park, it's bad, and that's what makes it even worse. So, ladies, I'm very glad that we can all see eye to eye. I'm glad you came around, <laughs> Pamela. 
And we are going to crown our official best and worst and uh, get into a little news and gossip on last night's Golden Globes. But, Bill, shall we go to a quick commercial? After Buzz TV. Hi. I was once like you, a lazy, angry loner whose only joy was watching TV and surfing the net. And, like you, after I'd see one of my favorite TV shows, I'd be so excited and have so many questions that I'd actually have to talk to my douchebag co-workers about it at the water cooler. Then, I discovered AfterBuzzTV.com. AfterBuzzTV produces after-show webcasts and podcasts for TV series of all kinds, like post-game wrap-up shows for all your favorite TV shows. AfterBuzz TV hosts are industry insiders who break down episodes of shows, take calls from fans, and interview cast and crew from each series with over 60 different after shows from Boardwalk Empire to American Idol to Vampire Diaries to Real Housewives and more. Now, after a night of TV, I can ignore my stupid co-workers, who I hate, and go straight to my desk and watch or listen to all my favorite AfterBuzz TV after shows and have all the TV fan interaction I need. Thank you, AfterBuzz TV. AfterBuzz TV. What do you want to buzz about? AfterBuzz TV News. All right, well, a little gossip for you from behind the scenes of the 2012 Golden Globe Awards. Uh, now, we were hating on Madonna tonight only for her fashion choices, but David Furnish, Elton John's husband, was lashing out at her on Facebook, and it wasn't just because of the fashion. Uh, moments after she won for Best Original Song, he went on his Facebook page and wrote, Madonna, Best Song, F off! Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. <laughs> For the record, Elton was nominated in the same category and seemed pissed off in the crowd when Madonna's name was read. David continued on Facebook writing, Madonna winning Best Original Song truly shows how these awards have nothing to do with merit. Her acceptance speech was embarrassing in its narcissism, and her criticism of Gaga shows how desperate she really is. Hmm. So, some haters there of Madonna last night. A little jealousy wow. rearing subsy head. What are you going to do? I love my queens because they always like to get real bitchy about things. And that's why you got to love them. They call exactly. it out. They call it out. They called her out. And I don't think Madonna's the most likable person in the world, so I'm not mad. I love David Furnish, so I vote that he's probably right. She's a little bit of a trick. It is a little bit totally tacky to go on Facebook and do that, though. Yeah, it's probably completely unprofessional and very immature, but I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, I, I see we I see both sides. I think it's definitely not the best representation of yourself, but I I kinda love the little drama. I always love a few drama stories at these awards shows. They always look like they could be a little stiff. So I don't mind it. I like a little drama and I thank David Furnish for giving it to us. And uh, also Ricky Gervais People were kind of like, I wonder what you guys thought of him, because people were thinking he was a little tame compared to last year. But he did call Jodie Foster a lesbian in front of everybody. And uh, in his opening monologue said that he had been forbidden from discussing anything related to Mel Gibson, including his recent flick, The Beaver, directed by Foster. Gervais then joked that Jodie Foster's Beaver... Uh, about it, saying, I haven't seen it myself. I've spoken to a lot of guys here, and they haven't seen it either. That doesn't mean it's not any good. She didn't seem too phased, and obviously she's never publicly discussed her sexual orientation. So, got to give it to Jodie Foster for being cool through the jokes. 
Um, would she freak out, though? What do you think? Do you think she was freaking out over this? I thought she looked very mellow. She had, I believe those were kids. It looked like her. Uh, in front of her. I thought she handled it well. Um, I thought Vicky was definitely holding back a little bit compared to what he did last year. He wasn't on the stage as much as he was last year. I would have liked if he gave it to them. I mean, he had a few hit, hits here and there with Kim Kardashian and Justin Bieber, but otherwise, I think this was maybe the only moment of uncomfortable, and she handled it very well. Yeah, I agree. He totally stayed in safe territory. He picked on the reality stars and Justin Bieber and kind of left them everybody else alone for the most part. And she seemed cool with it. Like, she didn't seem like, oh, shocking, like... So I think she she handled it well and graceful, and he was pretty tamed for sure. Yeah, I think speaking of the B-listers, of course he could make fun of them because they weren't there, but they did arrive at the after parties from Paris Hilton to our girl Kim Kardashian to Kim Richards, Taylor Armstrong, the Lohan. ton of them turning out, most of them wearing black. Um, but listen, they're party girls. Of course, they're going to be at the parties. So I'm sure we'll have more to report in our uh, Real Housewives show tomorrow night on After Buzz TV. And I'm sure the money went down, and I'm sure they brought the uh, brought the drama. I cannot wait until tomorrow's show, Jackie. We have a lot to discuss. I can't believe from the Golden Globes we can go straight into Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, but so goes Hollywood now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, absolutely. Be sure to join us for Real Housewives tomorrow at 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. And, uh, you know, ladies, the time has come. It is the end of our Golden Globes fashion app show here on AppBuzz TV. And that means we shall all go around and name our official best morse dress of the 2012 Golden Globes. I would like to hear what you ladies say, and then I will give you mine. How does that sound? Pamela? Is it just one? Just one. That's all you uh, get. Okay. I think I'm going to give it to Claire Dane. I like the architectural appeal. I like the black and white. I think there was a minimal jewelry. The accessories were smart. I like the red lip. I'm going to give it to her. And, uh, and worth? And worth. There are much, many, much more choices there. I'm just going to give worth to Prada. Yeah. Just not a connection to them. Between Frida Pinto and Zoe Deschanel. I'm just going to give worth dress to Prada. Oh, Prada, mm-hmm. Prada, Prada. Courtney? Don't kill me, Prada. <laughs> <laughs> Love you. I'm giving my best dress even though I'm so torn I'm going to have to go with Elle McPherson because she's the one that I looked at and said oh my gosh I want to be blonde and white when I grow up and she looked amazing (laughs) and for worse I gotta give it to Leah Michelle because she I have so much more expectation for her and again she disappointed I can't Courtney Honey, I love you. Pamela, I love you. <laughs> but I am so happy with your choices. I actually do agree with you on the most, for the most part, Pamela, but I'm going to say best dress has to be Elle McPherson because I had the same effect. I said, I want to be you right now. You are amazing. Please let me drink your blood. And I never want to drink anybody's blood. 
So best dress, <laughs> Elle McPherson and Zach Posen. And worst dress has to be Sarah Michelle Gellar. So beautiful. But that dress, honestly, was a true shipwreck. Titanic, go back in the ocean. Don't ever let me again. I'm surprised nobody honked her when she got, you know, like, while she was walking to <laughs> the car or tried to run her over. Um, so that, there you have it. I was, that was my ugh, dress tonight. So thank you so much, ladies, for joining me. Be sure to tweet with us and share your opinions. You can tweet us at Pamela Peckerman, Stuart Starlet, Jackie Moran, and Ask Buzz TV. And you can store that we will see the next awards shows and be breaking down plenty more fashions, plenty more gowns. The season is only beginning. So thank you so much to my stylist co-host. We'll see you again very soon. From producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions or comments, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzzTV. Buzz. Buzz. See you later. See you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.